Hello everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda, and on today's episode, you will recognize our guest if you have listened to Reiki Radio since the beginning. So today, I am very thankful to share with you this conversation with my dear friend, Ethel. Ethel and I um, started recording Reiki Radio back in 2013, and at that time, we were both in the thick of our what is called like a healing crisis. So we were both practicing Reiki at the time, and when we met, we were both also starting to explore intuitive development. And in fact, we met in an intuitive class. So over the years, we were great support for each other in this process of self-healing, understanding energy work, understanding our intuitive minds. And we were both also trying to figure out how to transition from um, our corporate lives into sharing this work with other people. And so, again, we were great support for each other, and we still are. And on today's episode, you will hear a lot about what our journeys have looked like, but where this has or how this has evolved for Ethel. So, as a friend, I am so proud of her. And as someone who does share this work with others, I am really inspired by her work. And she focuses a lot on owning our purpose. So today, um, you will hear about, again, some of what we have gone through, but why this work has become so important for Ethel. And she shares some great insights that I think will be very supportive for those of you who are just starting out in this work, for those of you who may have been doing it for some time. And I hope that you're inspired by how we got through some of the challenges that we've encountered over the years. So that is what this episode is about. And when it is over, if you would like to learn more about Ethel and her work, you want to visit Ethel Roberts. Dot com. She also has a free offer for listeners, and you can access that by looking down in the show notes, click on the link, and access your free gifts. Before we get into the episode, though, I just want to give a reminder to everyone in the patron family, to the alchemists. For all of you, don't forget that we have our event tomorrow evening. Check your page, check your email for your invitation, and I look forward to connecting with all of you tomorrow night. So for all of you here at Reiki Radio, I thank you so much for being here, and I hope you enjoy this show. Okay, here we go. Everybody, welcome to Reiki Radio. First, before we get into it, I just want to say for people who listened to Reiki Radio from the beginning, you will recognize today's guest. It's like a flashback, right? <laughs> Honey, today um, we have, and you're beyond a special guest. I don't even know what to call you really, but we have Ethel Roberts here with us today to share some great information about the work she's been up to. Girl, I'm just like, <laughs> it's funny now, you know, especially with it being you here, it's, it's interesting. So before we get into our conversation, hey, 
Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing today, sissy? Good, good. I feel like as I was getting ready today, I was like, oh my God, I'm going back to Reiki Radio. And then I was thinking, well, one, hi, Reiki Radio people. And I was like, do they have a name? Like, they should be like the Reikettes. And I was like, That's funny. <laughs> so audience, if you guys are just really digging it, give yourself a name. Yeah. You know, the Beehive has, the, you know, everybody has a name. Right. Okay. My thoughts. But I'm just so happy to be here. Like how my, my patron group, they're alchemists. So yeah. Oh, see? Yeah. People love a name. I could dig it. <laughs> well, for anyone who may be newer to the show, um, just so you know, Reiki, Reiki and I, Ethel and I used to do the <laughs> podcast together. So if you go back into the archives to some older episodes, you will hear Ethel there. So that's where I guess we should start with. Let's just like share a little bit of background, which leads up to where you are now. Girl. Honey. <laughs> so let's start with, you know what? How did you, first of all, because you do a lot of, I want to say about you, Ethel is very intuitive and does amazing work with like coaching and using her intuitive gifts to really support people in um, recognizing their own gifts and talents. But you came into this work through the pathway of Reiki, right? So can you just share with everyone what led you into Reiki, how you got here from Let's go back a little bit. Sure. Um, I feel like this journey has been the hundred year journey (laughs) and I'm only on year two. (laughs) Honey. Um, Let's see, Reiki. I always joke with you that Reiki is like the gateway drug. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Because once you open that door to Reiki, it's like, but I started, um, it's been, gosh, my son was probably four or five. And it was always complaining of being sick and having stomach pains and all these issues that his doctors just couldn't figure out. Right. It would always run this one test where they knew something was going on in the body, but they couldn't find anything. So one day I was at work and like Reiki, I heard it in my head. Reiki just came to me, didn't know anything about it. Didn't, I was like, okay, so my dumb behind is taking this five-year-old to this lady. I find a lady online And I was like, here you go. And I'm hoping like, she's just going to fix them. So we go to this lady, mind you, I didn't know anything about Reiki. And we're in her little office in her house. And so she has my son sit in this chair. And so I'm sitting in another chair and she's in a chair on the opposite side of the room. So she's just sitting there in her chair and she's moving her hands and doing all this stuff. And my son's just listening to music on her headphones. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And so when we're done, she's like, oh, okay, so this came up and that came up. And I thought that was Reiki. So I was like, ooh, I want a session. There was no, like, massage table, no hands-on heel, none of that. It was just, it was the weirdest thing. So I booked a session. I went and I go and I sit in her little chair. She's on the other end of the room. And she's doing all this stuff with her hands. And I'm listening to the music on her headphones. And all of a sudden, I'm, like, crying. I don't know why I'm crying. And then all of a sudden it's like, I want to stand up and I'm like trying to just shake stuff off. So I was like, this is amazing. Like I want to do this. And that was really the start of it. And what's interesting, um, because I later found out like she studied the BPI Berkeley Psychic Institute. Right. But what's interesting is I found a Reiki 
program mm -hmm. and it was um what's her name beth gray so they mm -hmm. were through the beth gray lineage which right. is all about intuition so i you know it it was all supposed to be the way that it worked out for me but that was my start my son's stomach ache <laughs> it's always amazing hearing how you know people come into this why we find it what attracts us to but even listening to you share that part which I know your story my mind is already starting to go to like how we met and so much of what you and i went through together which we'll talk about in a moment because i think that speaks so much to and it's so exciting to see where you are now in the work that you're doing now so this is what's interesting we both started reiki simultaneously but we didn't know each other so just so everyone knows we ethel and i did not know each other and um there's like a joke that I was chasing her around the country, but that's like a whole nother <laughs> a whole story, nother. <laughs> whole nother story. But let's go into then. So then fast forward, both of us, just like you kind of mentioned, we were both interested in intuitive development and this comes to where we met. And so can you share a little bit about what even <laughs> brought you to the space of where we met, uh -huh. what was going on for you and your path at that time? Wait, I have to go back though, because that lady that did the Reiki, uh -huh. you went to her too. Yes, I went to her too before <laughs> I met Ethel. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, so we met at a, what was it? She was calling it a psychic playground. It was a meetup right. group. And that was probably, I had just, I quit my job. So I will fast forward a little bit. I went, got my Reiki training. I think by this point, I may have been a level two. I'm not sure. And so it was, I think we were both master level by the time we met. I, was I don't two. know, but I was, go two. Ahead. I was two. Okay. So I, it was, I quit my job. I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I'll go into that maybe a little bit later on that whole process, because that's really led me to where I am today. Yes. And it was like the first week off of, um, first week away from work. And I was like, I'm going to find all these groups. So I go to meet up. There's a psychic playground and <laughs> You have to sign up to say you're going to the meeting. But me, of course, I'm not going to follow the rules and I don't want anyone to know and I just want to hide. So I don't sign up. I think it was like the day before the group or that day of you signed up. Mm -hmm. I remember I was like, oh, here we go. Another black girl and she's pretty. I was so mad. <laughs> because a lot of times when you go to these events, you know, there's not a lot of us there. Right. No, true. And so I was like, now nah, I can't hide in the background because here she goes. So, <laughs> dumbest thing ever. So we go to the event. I mind my own business. And I think we had to do an exercise, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And then that's kind of how it started. Because at the No, no. Because okay, me also at that time was very shy, introverted, all this. And the whole time we were in that class, there was something in me like, you have to go talk to her. You have to go talk to her. So before we left, I felt like forced, energetically <laughs> forced over to your space. And I was like, hey, do you want to meet for coffee one day? And that's how, mm -hmm. that's and how I we linked thinking, up. Oh, this little girl, because I was like, she's probably the age of my niece. And <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just a year younger right, than you. Right, 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 right. So yeah, that's how it started. Oh. Okay, so so I want everyone to understand this because again, it does really tie into a lot of you know your journey and where you are, and that's why we're sharing a lot of like 
even how we met because just like you said, we'll, you'll go into later, we were both in corporate, neither one of us thinking anything about Reiki. Our stories of how we got to this was interesting, but this is where the story really got interesting because at that time, both of us were going through with what a lot of people call like the dark night. So we both were you know, going deeper into exploration of energy work, starting to take even more. We took more intuitive development classes, mediumship classes, all of these things. <sighs> and then we started doing the podcast. Meanwhile, in the background, <laughs> oh, honey, we were going through it. Girl. And there were so many conversations, if you guys only knew, like every day of like, what are we doing? What do we want to do with this? How do we do it? Mm -hmm. You think back to that time, I mean, you know, again, hindsight from where you are now, can you just share some of what was coming up for you in that process? Because I think a lot of us start there yeah. before finding someone like you to support us in the work. <laughs> um, for me, and this again is why I am helping the people that I'm helping today, I was afraid of being seen. So I was afraid of coming out of this spiritual closet, this woo-woo closet, but I loved that space. I loved that closet. I loved those times we had together where we were just, oh my God, this happened, this happened. Did you feel that? Did, like we were going through all these things. So it, it was like this struggle where when I was in this space with you, working through whatever we were working and learning, we were learning so much. Yeah. It felt great. But it was like outside of that space, I had to be Ethel, mom, daughter, friend, that, and no one knew about these. Like, how do you even explain uh, some of the things we've experienced? Oh, honey. <laughs> you know, you would sound like a nut job. Right. So I think that was one of my bigger struggles is how do I bring, this is who I am. How do I become comfortable with that? How do I share that without, you know, you don't have to tell everyone about all of it. But it is, it's a part of who I am. So that was one of my bigger struggles. And it was so big that I did so much to hide it and to kind of run from it. And like you said, our journey, you know, I would rather do Postmates yeah. in the middle of the night <laughs> trying to raise a kid without a job instead of really stepping into doing the work. Like I found every excuse under the sun. I took every program I could afford to just keep myself from fully stepping into what the hell? I, pardon me. Can I say hell? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> much worse has been said. Okay. That probably won't go worse than that. But to, to really step into what I was supposed to be doing and I didn't feel good, but, 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 but I'll say there was value in every step I took from yeah. the Postmates to um, not doing anything and being stuck to all the courses, it all fit together. Mm -hmm. But I just want to make it easier for other people. Like, okay, I, I did this and I learned a lot. Let me help you get from A to Z faster, easier. Well, this is what I think is so interesting about your story because, you know, at some point, I think both of us were just trying to understand what we were capable of. And that's where a lot of people are, right? They're like, this stuff is interesting. They've had interesting experiences, but we go through this very long process of trusting, right? So that may be where some listeners are right now, just trying to understand like, what am I really capable of? So, but then 
when you move ahead, thinking about <laughs> Ethel and I would sit in my living room and channel together. And the experiences we've had were undeniable. I mean, you couldn't make this stuff up. And there were two of us witnessing it. So you knew, <laughs> right? I mean, we weren't making this up. And I think what was so interesting then, because um, I was always like, Sissy, come on, let's just mm -hmm. try it out. Ah! But at some point, it was undeniable what your gifts were and what you were good at and all of these things. And I think that's an important thing to highlight, because even at some point, even when you couldn't even deny what you were capable of, but you still didn't want to be seen. And so there's, you know, different categories of what holds people back. Some people are just trying to build the confidence in what they do. And then there are other people that know they could do what they can do, but they mm -hmm. still are just struggling with being seen. Yeah. So I wanted to know if you could talk a little bit about what that experience was, experiences were like in either phase of your journey. Of what specifically? Like, like the stage where you were questioning versus where you you knew uh, you could do what you could do, but you yeah. still just were holding yeah. yourself back. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to be really honest here. I think there's still days where, oh, yeah. as silly as it sounds, I mm -hmm. still kind of question. Totally. Stuff real? Am I really doing this? <laughs> <laughs> even when I'm working with people and they get the transformations and even when I continue to work on myself. But um, got off track. What was that like even back then? Well, oh, you know how you always say everyone needs a sissy? Mm -hmm. If I didn't have you, I don't know where I would be on this journey because you were there to say, no, B, that was real. Right. No, you really da da da. That, you know, so I needed someone outside of me, outside of my thoughts, outside of my judgment, outside of my fears to say to me, you got this. This is great. Let's keep going. Right. And you did that for me a lot. Like there were times, and you know, sometimes we would channel, I'd be like, mm, I don't know, I'm not getting anything. And you're like, uh, no, yeah, you are. <laughs> but let me just say, I have to interject because you did the exact same thing for me. And this is why I always emphasize for people, community is important, but I think that's why I'm so excited about the work that you finally accepted and have moved into because everyone does need a sissy and sissy is what we call each other. So basically in that was in this process of us both kind of bumbling around coming into understanding this work, we had each other. And it was, the funny thing was, is it was like we're alternate days. Like some days I would want to give up. I was like, F mm -hmm. this sissy, mm -hmm. I don't know what's happening. And you would <laughs> cheerlead for me. Yes. And then you would have the days and I would yep. cheerlead for you. And I genuinely don't know how either of us would have gotten to where we are in this work had we not had each other during that time. So, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. honey, yeah. that went both ways. Yeah. I'm we definitely had days where oh, we yeah. were like, oh, this is some bull. <laughs> I don't know who the spirit is, who the universe is, but this, I didn't sign up for this. Right. But we got through it. Yep. And we're stronger because of it. And we're able to, to, to say to those that aren't quite where, um, I don't like that, that aren't where we are, but that are in different spaces in their journey. Yeah. Like, 
like, listen, girl, you'll get through it. It'll be all right. Let me hold your hand if you need it. <laughs> well, that part too, because I want to transition into the work that you're doing now and how it really is supportive, like in a lot of ways of how we helped each other, but beyond that even. Um, I wanted to ask if you could talk a little bit about the hindsight, because a lot of people are in that space of mm. what the hell and yeah. what is going on. And I think about what we were like in the conversations we had in those moments, even though we knew there was a part of us that knew like, we're learning. Yeah, yeah. But a bigger part of us did not want to hear that. But when you look hindsight and see how much we actually learned and like how we grew through that, can you just talk a little bit about what that was like going through some real tough healing cycles? And now looking back, seeing how it's supported where you are today. I wouldn't trade any of it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I mean, every bit of it looking back was so, I look back at it with like awe and amazement and gratitude. Like, thank right. you for that. Thank you for those lessons. Thank you for those experiences. Yeah. Um, because I think, and, and we've said this before, we're always still amazed even today by things that happen and things we experience. And so I don't lose sight of how much bigger this is than me. I don't lose sight of the fact that I'm still in like on a journey and learning and that it's still very much part of like, I am always evolving. So I think now with that hindsight has allowed me to see like there was purpose in that and there continues to be value in that. And take that that you learned and just kind of, again, help other people through their journey because you can say to them, look, girl, I got through. Yeah. <laughs> you will too. I just need you to know on the backside, like, again, listening to you talk, because we still talk every day or almost every day, but we don't always talk about the journey we've had over these right. last like 10 years together. And I'm like trying not to tear up because I'm like having flashes of just what we went through and gosh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, man. And how many times I said, like, I don't know how I would have got through this without my sissy. Cause we do, I mean, you, it can be hard to go through this and there is, it's invaluable to have the support. So I want to transition more into now talking about coming into taking this personal work, what you learn, how you grow. And then we get to the space of like, gosh, I want to support other people. Mm -hmm. How can we share this because of what it has done for us? And like so many people listening feel and are going through, but then there's that part of like, but how do I do it? Now me back then I was like, sissy, let's throw spaghetti at the wall. Let's just try. Like, (laughs) let's let's do it. Let's podcast. Can we just eat it? Why you got to throw it at the wall? I want to know. I'm scared. Like, sissy, let's go. Yes. But um, in all honesty, again, and I always joked like, <laughs> only because you're my sissy could I sit and watch this process, right? Because it was really interesting, again, knowing even from how we supported each other, how gifted you are, how talented you are, how good you are at what you do, and watching you go through this back and forth of really trying to even, I would say in a lot of ways, perfect before you 
put yourself out there, right? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people struggle with that as well. So can you talk about just what was your process like once you decided this could become your work, but how did you figure out what your work was going to be? I was going to say my process sucked. That's so not true. There was definitely. No. And a lot of people go through it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't mean that. And um, I don't mean that. It just felt really complicated because I was fighting it. Um, So as I was learning and developing my skills, I was starting to slowly, I was like, okay, I'll work with people. And I'd, I'd have a client here, a client there, and I kept it small. And that was kind of back years ago. And like I said, I was delivering food because I was just so afraid to expand this. Um, and one of the biggest things I think that helped me, remember, I used to always say to you, I want to what? Remember, I, yes. see, I just want to. I just want to talk to the people. I just want to talk to the people. And Lord, did I ever talk to the people. So there was a span here in, on my journey where, I talked to a lot of people. And by that, I mean, like I was giving readings, I was doing more one-off sessions and that had a lot of value for, um, it really did help shape me into the coach that I am today, but it also helped me get a better understanding of what a lot of people are struggling through. I mean, mm-hmm. I have given thousands of, of sessions. Mm-hmm. I have talked to the people. Yeah, girl, <laughs> so you I have talked talk to the people. <laughs> um, so over the years I have given session after session and what it did for me, like I said, it, it helped me to understand, one, a lot of what people are struggling through, but it helped me understand what I enjoy helping people with. Yep. Um, and, and it always takes me back to my journey and my fear and how I was afraid to really come out and do more soul aligned work. And there's so many people that want to, but they feel like they can, or they're not enough, or they're not ready. And it's like, I know all that. I've heard all those stories. I've heard my own. And because I have had so many sessions over the years, I've heard other people's, you know, can't as well. So let me just help you. Let me hold your hand because yeah. the, my, I think one of my most favorite things is really being a cheerleader for someone. You know, I get excited with any win anyone for somebody like what you did what you you got a new email um you know subscribe like it doesn't matter what it is I get excited and I just want to just like get you excited about the work that you're doing so you can continue because I mean I have that in you absolutely had that in you but I was so because it was just the two of us in this little contained space I was still able to just hold on to my fears and just, you know, I, I, it, it was, I didn't allow myself to expand the way that. Can I just say really quick, I think part of that too speaks to why it's important to have someone supporting you that there isn't such a deep personal connection with, because even though I might I was very direct with you always, yes. but I was still your sissy. So you yes. could still kind of like meh, around mm-hmm. me. But when you have someone that is like your coach mm-hmm. and they are supporting you very specifically and what you're doing, there's, it's just a different nature of the relationship. So yeah. you even, I think personally, we personally have a different expectation of ourselves in that arena. I can't tell you how many times you would say to me, I told you that six months ago. I told, you had to hear somebody else tell you. <laughs> 
<laughs> like I would call you and they like, oh my God, like I had this new revelation. Right. Like, I mean, a da, da, da. and you're like, uh, yeah, but I really told you that and you, I guess you needed to hear it from somebody else. Right. It's true. It is. It's true. Um, because your sissy loves you and supports you, but lets you kind of wallow in your BS from time to time. And not always, because you, yeah. you were very direct, but I knew that I had some leeway with you. Like I knew like, uh, she's, you know, mm-hmm. my sissy. I can, I can still struggle or hide or whatever it may be, but you're right with a coach. And especially if you're paying somebody, right? you're like, Oh shoot. I better get it together. I have a session next week and I was supposed to do five things before next week's session. And then it just kind of kicks you into high gear. Yeah. And I think the thing with that too, now that you're saying it, there's also, um, I think we believe it more when it comes from someone who doesn't know us as personally, because I could compliment you all day or point out different Mm -hmm. things. And you're like, yeah, but you're my sissy. And Mm -hmm. it's like, no, B, I am not going to lie about. And I would always say that to you. Like, I'm not going to tell you you're good at something. And then you go out there and look crazy. Like, that's what (laughs) I'm not going to do. Yeah. Yeah, But it it is, there is something, um, think about even like why people go to therapy and can be so open and free with someone that they Mm -hmm. don't know, like in that very personal way. Granted, you end up, building a certain type of relationship with your coach, but it's just a different dynamic. Yeah. Well, you go in with the expectation of we're going to work on this. I'm going to get you from here to here. I'm going to help you and support you. So there's our, we're there's structure, right? We're right. friends or sisters. We're so much more than just the work we're doing. Right. It's a different dynamic and agreement when you're working with a coach. Yeah. But I have to say, um, I'm so excited to see that like, this is where your path has gone exactly because of that. Like you are not just, you're an amazing cheerleader, which you are, but you also, there's a nurturing quality to you, but there's also very, a very, you know, serious and structured Mm -hmm. quality to you. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about that because a lot of people do struggle with the how and what it looks like. Right. And so you did that, like you did that, <laughs> yeah. but you also, which was so interesting to me, had a lot of focus on business development and you were wanting to be very clear about once you were clear about what you wanted to do. And I used to always joke with you, if anybody is going to know how to launch, it's going to be you. <laughs> Now, if we could get you to decide what you want to focus right, on, right, right, right. girl, if somebody knows how to get it together, it's got to be you because you spent a lot of time and effort understanding how to do this work um, as work. Mm-hmm. So can you just talk about how that kind of unfolded for you? Because again, a lot of people get stuck in the what, like, what am I doing? What is mm-hmm. my thing? So. Yeah. So there, I guess there was a point where I finally realized what I wanted to do. But again, like I mentioned earlier, I had those fears and I was holding myself back and I thought, well, I need to learn. There's no way I can put myself out there. Like you're the type, you're just like, let's put myself out there and see how it works. And that's so amazing. I wish I had that. (laughs) But I was like, no, 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 no. I need courses on launching and I need courses on videos and live video. I like, I thought I needed to learn every single aspect of what it took to create a business or just to put myself out there. So I spent years doing that. Um, 
And I'm grateful for that. It's so funny because even when you take all those courses, guys, let me just be really real. It's like you still end up doing it your own way. And that's mm-hmm. the way that usually feels best for you. Because when you find you're, you're following the guidelines of all these people, it, you just, it doesn't feel authentic to you. So just side note. Um, I trust and believe she did a lot. I did a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that little Postmates money was paying for courses. <laughs> Yeah. I fed my kid, but it, that's the other thing. It all worked. We always joke yeah. about that. Like it always works out. Always worked out. Um, so what I found was even with what I offer now, and I don't know if we're going that later, but I'll bring up a little bit right now. What I do now with people is I guess it's business coaching in a, in a way, but I like to get to, I want to coach that person. That was me. That was afraid to even get there. So to take those first steps. So I want to really help you with those limiting beliefs, with those fears to help you get to point A. Let's kind of do the pre-work because like me, it didn't matter how many courses I took on launching and and whatever it may be. I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was enough to get there. Right. I think what's a little different about what I do is I'm going to help you with the limiting beliefs, but I'm also going to help you take those first steps to get there, to setting up your business, to um, getting your first clients, but I really want to help you get that mindset together and to know that you've got this. So it's a little bit of, of, of the personal development work, but it's also the business development work as well. Well, this is the thing I think is unique and interesting because, um, (laughs) uh, so this is what makes your work different to me in a lot of ways than what I see that's out there. Cause there are a lot of people that talk about mindset and we're going to help you with that, blah, blah, blah. But it, it's very like a, mm, a generalized formula. Right. And the difference with the work that you do is it's more personalized. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, I think about, uh, <laughs> I would say it this way. You see people, you see people, as the person and like what's in their space and this and type of all of that. So I think that's the beauty of it is it is more curtailed to the individual rather than just like this generalized like mindset work, you know, I'm smirking and laughing because again, I'm thinking in the background of how many times like us reading each other Mm -hmm. and like all the things we work through the layers. But so can you now share, I do want to hear more. So, so everyone understands the nature of your work. So where have you come? What type of work do you provide and who is it for? Mm-hmm. Okay. So my work is for, um, I don't know why I struggle with, I mean, the term light worker is fine, but I would say more of the, this, those that are really looking to step into like soul aligned work, work that really speaks to them. And I always use the example. I have no idea why I'm corny y'all. But like, I'm like, I don't care if you're making quilts, but if that's what your heart says to you to make quilts, let's get together and make some, I'm not going to make the quilts with you, but I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to help you get confident about your quilts and putting your quilts out there. So it really is about um, letting people know that what's, spe- helping people really bring forward what's coming to them, what's speaking to them, because people are always coming up with all these ideas about, well, I don't know if I can make, I hear this so much. I don't know if I can make a living at that. I don't know if that idea came to you for a reason. 
there's somebody out there making the most amazing quilts and they're, you know, have maybe spiritual messages on whatever the heck it may be. Mm-hmm. The idea came to you. So let's kind of work with that. Let's see where that goes. Um, oh, one of the things I wanted to say, my sessions are fun. Let me tell you why. I put everybody <laughs> to work. I put you to work. You, it'd be great if you come with intuitive abilities but there's a lot of intuitive development so i'm you're if i'm channeling through your sessions or most often just i always say my sessions are bespoke because i don't know what's going to come up from session to session mm-hmm. because i am channeling but guess what you're going to be channeling too so that allows you to really kind of craft and design your business your path your process and i'm there to support you And that way, as you get ready to launch or get ready to put your product or services out there, this is really something that's aligned for you and it's, and it's your thing, your process, your way. And then it becomes easier and it feels right. And it feels better than like me buying all the courses and thinking like, oh, I have to do it this way. Well, it didn't work out that way. I had to figure out I had to do it my way. Mm -hmm. And that's what I hope you do. I hope that answered your question. Yeah, no, it does. And I want to say, though, too, um, something that both of us learned through the years is you also have to be willing to do the work, you know, because you can, um, you know, again, take classes, go to sessions, work with a coach, do all sorts of things. But there also has to be a decision on your side Mm -hmm. to say, like, I'm going to do the work because, you know like someone like Ethel can support you, but at the end of the day, honey, you also have to do the work. Mm -hmm. So I think that's also the um, part again, where we were able to support each other in a lot of ways, because even though we had leniency in our friendship, Mm -hmm. we still knew we were accountable to the other person was going to ask us, what are you doing and what's going on? And, you know, but also what help do you need? And I think that's one of the most valuable things about this path, whether you're launching a business or just coming into your own, whatever that looks like, having personalized support and like someone really holding space to help you accept mm-hmm. whatever it is you feel aligned with. It's, it's just, it's yeah. invaluable. Yeah. And you know, that's important because what you said about, you know, I can be there to support you. I can share with you the tools that I know and that mm-hmm. I have. But you have to be clear on your decision that I do want it to be different. Now, you don't have to be confident because that's what we're working on. I'm going to help you find the confidence and I'm going to hold your hand until I feel like I can let go and just walk beside you. And then I want you to walk ahead of me. And I just want to be in the back like, yes, boo, yes. But you do have to do the work. Mm -hmm. So you don't necessarily have to come ready because guess what? You're never going to be fully ready. Just, Just take those steps and I'll join you. And we'll, we'll step together and we'll figure this out together. So, yeah, you have to be count, accountable for what you want to do and what you want to create. And can we speak to, too, I just want to talk about this as well, the process. <laughs> like, that it is a process, you know, because I think sometimes we have an expectation, even just with classes, like, I'm going to go in. So remember, we would joke, like, someone's going to push a button on your head yeah. and you're like, oh, got it. Um, <laughs> and not recognizing there's a process in all of this. So even with working with you, what does that look like? Is it like, you know, do people work with you weekly? Is it, you know, what does the process Mm -hmm. look like? Mm -hmm. 
So for the program that I offer right now, it's a, a weekly, we have a weekly session. Um, it's an hour session and I usually break it up. Like the first half is me kind of coaching, but like I said, again, it's, it's channeled and guided. And typically the second half is always like spirit always comes through and it's like, nope, walk her through this, make her go through this. And that's where you go in and you're starting to channel and you're bringing information forth for you. Mm -hmm. So that's really exciting. I love that because it's different every time. And it's so powerful to watch the other person do this work for themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and the transformation is amazing. So I, it's it's a weekly thing. So I have it's I have a six month package, and the first three months are you know once a week, and the last three months that's when we go into more of the business development, and that's when you're kind of on your own, and that's where we only meet once a month, and um, that's good because that's more of just the check ins. You know how are you doing? And speaking of check ins, there's always times like if you are you know stuck or you need to speak, then you know call me up. We'll set up a quick session but you're kind of on your own at that point. And that's where I'm standing behind you. Like, yes, baby. Yes. Yes. You've got this. <laughs> but I just want to clarify just so that it's clear for people. And I'm glad you actually use the quilt example, because even though what you're doing may be, you know, categorized as like spiritual coaching, even to some mm -hmm. degree, mm -hmm. you support people no matter what their path is so it doesn't have to be just people who are looking to cultivate build or expand a business within the spiritual arena you work with people with honing in on what their heart alignment is no matter what yeah. that may look like yeah yes so i've been blessed with really calling in um people or clients that are just i just just be open be open and be curious and um, want to expand your intuition and we'll, we'll take it from there. You mm -hmm. know, um, it's, I just want everyone to do the work that lights them up. I was the person that I, my shoulders would get tense in the mornings when I was driving to my corporate job, like, Oh my God, I hate this. And I just, if you have the calling and you know there's something more, come on, let's talk about it. I don't, again, I don't care what it is. I just want you to get to that space where you're doing what really speaks to you. Hey, my business, what you're doing. <laughs> Wait, can I just point out, and this is more for you and uh -huh. I and everyone else is just overhearing. It's, uh, I feel like this is like a full circle moment. And it's interesting now, like that we're having this conversation together. We did uh, the first podcasts back in 2013. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. And here we are like literally ending this decade, right? Oh and my gosh. I know, and, <laughs> I know. But <laughs> while you were saying that, I was thinking of how many times we would sit at our coffee shop and have conversations, the visions we had for who we wanted to work with, how we wanted to work, what we wanted to share. And yours was always more of like a personalized thing. And mine was always more like, <laughs> I want to work with groups. And we had no idea what it was going to look like, right? And so like, here you are, like now, it's like, really, if we think back, everything that you were dropping seeds about and talking, that's exactly what has grown for you. And even with myself, I work more now with groups, like in my patron group, Mm -hmm. And that's what has blossomed for me. But I just wanted to um, 
say that too. Like, it's amazing having this conversation with you now and looking at what we've grown through together in these 10 years. And that's why it's important to have a vision. Mm -hmm. That is what's so important. Like, you don't have to know how you're going to get there, but what do you want to do? Come talk to me. Like, what what is it? Let's talk about it. Like, you can get there. How are you going to get there? Hell, I don't even know. Honey, we did not know. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take the steps and figure it out and figure out the right way for you to get there because how the other quilt maker got to where she is or he is, that's not your business. Right. But let's figure it out. So yeah, I have the vision. That's the first part. And it's so funny when you said like, you know, we're ending this decade as we step into the new one. Like I have a new vision. I want to do things a little bit differently. Like at some point I want to put out a lot of digital content and courses. And that really speaks to me because I have talked to a lot of people Yes, (laughs) and I love talking to the people and I probably always will, but now I want to do things a little differently. So have a vision. Yeah. Have a big one. I'm all about a big vision. But I love that the idea, again, coming back to personalizing to what is right and true for us, because I think that's something also that highlighted um, throughout our friendship over the years is how different we were Mm -hmm. and our processes, you know, Mm -hmm. and like there were so many qualities about you and how you worked and just, you know, that I would be in awe about. And then you would always say to me, like, sissy, everybody's like, you know, (laughs) like, what? So it is interesting too to see like that that really has highlighted over the years our individual processes mm-hmm. we both had to do it our individual ways and it couldn't have been done any other way yeah yeah can yeah, i just so. say though like as i rolled my eyes a moment ago for you those <laughs> you may not know why because yolanda's really good about like just doing it like she has an idea and in the morning and by that afternoon she's put something together like she's crafted something and then she would go to me who likes to think things, you know, through 12 ways to Sunday. Well, all you do is just do it. No, like, I'm not you. <laughs> it's going to take me two years to get this idea out of my head. No, yes. that was then. I worked through that. And that's what I help you with. But right. Yeah, it's, it's like, you're so funny. You just, I love that about you. It's like, you just get it done and then we'll fix it or clean it up or as we go along. And that's so amazing to me. Yeah, but again, that was like a complimentary fest, but that's also <laughs> what I learned from you. So there was like this part of me, just like you had to move more into just doing it. I also mm-hmm. had to move into, whoa, let's observe a bit before we just throw stuff spaghetti at the wall. So mm-hmm. there was a... um I think a lot of growth in the exchange between the two of us, but it also goes back to why I think it can be so supportive to have someone there coaching you, seeing what you can't see because we both have our own blind spots, right? And all of us do. And you will just keep spinning your wheels, doing the same thing over and over again until you don't, but it could be a much quicker process if someone is there (laughs) who can see your blind spots for you. And I'll say this as well, especially for people who are inspired by this and want to come and work with you and are ready to do the work. I would recommend that you be open, open to being able to hear other vantage points and other points of view that are meant to support you because, Mm -hmm. you know, it can be really hard to move forward when 
someone is holding a mirror for us or, it, or are able to see our blind spots, but we're resisting or refusing to see any other way, like, then again, you're going to be stuck in the same pattern and cycle without the forward movement. So it can help a lot if you go into it already, already with a willingness to just being open to possibility and mm -hmm. possibility maybe being bigger and beyond what you are able to see mm -hmm. from this moment right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because, honey, we learned that too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we have learned a lot. We have experienced a lot. Yes. Gone through a lot. Yeah. And I have to say too, like, that's part of the reason it's exciting having you here and just the timing of it again, like the end of this decade, mm -hmm. thinking mm -hmm. back to how much we've gone through together. And, you know, just like you acknowledged a moment ago, like we're both still growing. And yeah. fortunately we're still like this and still call each other to work through, you know, yeah. things. But I think that's important for people to know too. Like we continue to evolve, we continue to grow and it's all a process. Like. Mm -hmm. All of it is, but man, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here we are. But like I said, it's like, now we can say, here we are. And for me, at least, I can look forward to what's next. Yes. And that's the exciting part for me. It's like, I made it. I survived. And ooh, like, I'm excited for what's next and the more. Um you know, I said a moment ago about like have the vision. Mm -hmm. And do you remember like, how well do you know yours to see? What did I always say I wanted to do while I was sipping my champagne on a what? Where am I? Uh, yeah, it's honey. Oh, God, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite toast is always may all your pains be champagne. Yes. <laughs> have the vision. And guys, I don't want to own the yacht. I just want to be able to charter the yacht for a week. But <laughs> and I said I would only come visit when it was what? On the dock. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> the dock. So, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, that's a beautiful thing too. I, and I, I guess that's why like I'm smiling so much right now. Cause really just, and this is why I say, and especially now this is a good time for even this time of year with the uh, solstice coming up, the winter solstice, um, thinking about, uh, how much to be grateful for like what you've gone through and where you're at now and what you just said um, about how now you're looking ahead to the future. And so am I, and there's just a difference in both of us now, yeah. again, thinking back hindsight to where we really couldn't see beyond where we were. Like we could not. And we were just trying to figure out how to get out of that yeah. space and could just couldn't, even though we were having these conversations, these elaborate visions and dreams about what we wanted, we really, it was like, there was a part of us that knew it was possible, but we just couldn't tap into the possibility. Mm -hmm. And so it is, it is so good now to be on the other side of that yeah. and feel like, oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. So I appreciate you, sissy. I appreciate you. Cause girl, <laughs> I'm telling Honey. you, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I know like we both would have made it and figured something out, mm -hmm. but we were brought together for a reason. And even yeah. the timing, like I said, I had left my, it had only been a week right. and it was like, okay, you're ready. Here you go. Boom. Like get started. Yeah. Well, this is one thing I'm 
thankful for because I know a lot of people are curious and interested to work with coaches, but there are a lot, a lot out there. And so there's always that thing of how to choose the right one. What have they gone through? And I will say personally, and people, just so you, if you pay attention to the podcast, I interview a lot of people and, you know, whether it's, I've read their book or if I'm familiar with their work, I don't directly say I really love something unless I really love it. I don't, I might just have a conversation and, you know, like, oh, this is interesting. But unless I know their work is something that I've been exposed enough to, to love it or not, I don't say that I do. Mm -hmm. And so I say this genuinely. And again, it's not because you're my sissy, because, you know, I never would tell you, you, (laughs) not have you out in these streets looking crazy. I know. But I can say, um, not just from being your sissy, but even the work that we've done for each other over the years, she is phenomenal at what she does. And I I am, I'm like, again, going to try not to cry. (laughs) Cause it's so exciting to me that like hindsight looking through um, all we've grown through and that people are now finally getting the benefit of what you've always been so good at, you know? So if you've been looking for a coach and especially someone who is done the work, that's the thing. Like, and I think that what is what makes you stand apart in a lot of ways. Cause a lot of people may go to like, coaching academies and these things, but you've done the work. Mm -hmm. So not only do you have this beautiful gift of seeing people, the intuitive side, but you've done the work. So there's a level of genuine understanding there. So I 100% can say like, I love your work and I'm excited for the people who feel called to show up and do the work with you. And I love your work. I love Thank all you, of your work. Everything that you do. I love all of you. No. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. No, that means a lot because you're right. We, especially me, when those years ago, when we were sitting at that coffee shop, like yeah. I was really stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you probably saw a few steps ahead at, at a lot of the time. So they, at least that's how I felt about you. But I don't think I saw <laughs> I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it. So thank you for saying that because it matters to me. Yeah. So, oh, and I do want to say I did, I have a gift. Ooh, honey, I didn't even know. Yes, 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 yes. Gifts. Um, I created an audio, just a short little audio. It's about 30 minutes for those of you that do want to get started, that are ready to make those quilts or whatever it is. Um, but you're dealing with the limiting beliefs. So I guess, you know, I'll share that with you and you can share that with your audience. So yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's just a five step process. It's simple to help you get from, you know, stuck to working on getting your first client. Yeah. So what I will do is if you have, um, the link, I can embed the link down in the show notes so that you can access that audio right away. And I would say something like that is good for everyone because I mean, who can't, benefit from working through limiting beliefs and a lot of times we don't even realize that we have so thank you for that gift for everyone Mm -hmm. but i will also put your website uh the link to your website down in the show description as well but for people who may be driving right now just listening whatever can you share what are the best ways to connect with you learn more about your work and to work with you 
Sure. So um, if you want to just drop me a line, you can always get me at Ethel at EthelRoberts.com. Um, you can check me out on my website at EthelRoberts.com. Um, social media, not my thing. No, we both got to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there, but I may not, you know, actually be there. So, you know, my email address is great and my website, you can connect with me through there. Yeah. 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 EthelRoberts.com. And I know for people who have listened for a long time are probably like, what? Cause I, throughout the years have received messages sometimes that people are like, do you still talk to Ethel? Where's I'm like, yes, I still talk to Ethel. <laughs> she threw me in a closet somewhere. Where's Ethel? <laughs> Ethel stepped away to work on her stuff. Okay. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. I'm, and I'm now so here she is. To be here. Yeah. 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 And I'm Where so you- proud of you. Like, I remember when you said to me, like, I'm going to start a podcast. And I was like, okay, but look at you now. You said, what was it? 13, 2013? 2013. Mm-hmm. Six years later. Look at that. Isn't that so crazy? Sad. Well, sissy, I couldn't have done it without oh. my sissy. God know. knows. You did it. You mm. No, no. I, how many times I tell you, I'm like, I do not know how I made it through especially the early years of like the self-connection energy work going through it. I don't know how. And I always tell you like the universe brought us together because they knew we were going to need that support. And this is the last thing I'll say, because I know we're going to wrap up, but it reminds me of there were times where we would say there must be a reason we are going through the trenches the way that we are. Because we're going to understand this work inside out so that we can support other people. Do you remember that? I I used to say that all the time. Like, sissy, we're going to get through this because there has to be a reason and it's going to be in support of other Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. I just want to say, and I know your audience knows because they're your audience, how amazing you are. Like, I was always in awe every step of the way. Like I felt like you were always pulling my hand, like, come on, catch up, let's go. And I really feel like I am the guide teacher, whatever the heck I am because of you. And I, and I just back then, even now, like I admire your abilities. I admire your courage. I just, okay, I'm not going to cry. Hold Honey, uh, I'm trying not to cry too. Like this was not supposed to happen. (laughs) Like, it's so true. And it's so funny. I never wear makeup and I put on mascara. Um, yeah, honey, I'm trying to mess up my concealer. <laughs> I just, I, I, I honestly, this is the honest to God truth, Ray Getz, And that's an awful name. I won't use it again. <laughs> I would not be here today if it wasn't for you. So I cannot thank you enough. Aww, I love you so much. Listen, you have been the yin to my yang because you are definitely the more nurturing of the two of us yes, I am yeah and <laughs> I think true. that's really it too um you know when we think about we'll have to have you come back to have this whole discussion but a lot of people we talk about relationships and a lot of people think of it in romantic ways but mm-hmm. I've even had a conversation on here before about like the soulmates in our lives and the people who really come into our lives to like reflect back those qualities that we're trying to develop. And there really is like, you were the stabilizing force that helped me not go too far off into the, you know, ethers. But then you also like, we 
just, we supported each other yeah. in a lot of ways yeah. and we still do. And yeah. I'm so thankful for my sissy. And I cannot wait for those of you who work with her to see why I love her so much. Hey, at I'm, I'm corny, <laughs> but I'm effective. We get it done and it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. So it's fun. And I think that's, for me, that's so important mm -hmm. that the work is fun because when it's not fun, I don't want to do it. I'm going to just throw this out there mm -hmm. as one of the things like how we used to, but this has come up for me a couple times this year. All of the channeling that we used to do together and the information that used to come through that we still have access to. Yeah. We always would say, this is one of those things we would always talk about. We're not, it's not just for us. Yeah. So I'm going to say in 2020, and you all listening, keep us accountable to this in some <laughs> form or fashion, we have got to share some parts of yeah. what came through for us in those channeling sessions, because it was phenomenal. So just I saying know, we have books and audios. Oh, and <laughs> just unbelievable. So hopefully we'll figure out a way to share some of that with all of you, because a lot of that also helped us. Mm -hmm. um through what Absolutely. we were going through. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so ethelroberts.com. Thank you. Thank you, sissy. Thank you, sister. Oh man. 2020, here we come. Oh Jesus. 2020 here, all of you come. Coming through the door like what? <laughs> Honey, <laughs> step into your business, step mm -hmm. into your what did you call it? Soul alignment. Soul it's alignment time to do work. It. If it came to you, it's for a reason, y'all. You bet. Yep. But listen, so yeah, honey, we know. <laughs> okay, so we'll Thank see you next you. time. Thank you for being yes. here. Bye. Okay, so I want to give a very special thank you again to Ethel for coming back to join us on Reiki Radio. And I hope all of you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions for Ethel, want to work with her, learn more about her work, be sure to visit ethelroberts.com. For any of you listening who want to join me in the Alchemy Circle, be sure to go to my website, theenergeticalchemist.com. And again, to those of you in the patron family, don't forget about our live event tomorrow evening and check your email for the links. So that is all for today. I thank you all so much for being here. And remember to always journey in love. <laughs>